definitely not the starters. You're on the End of the Bench podcast from 100.7 The Score. I'm Mike Hebert, owner of Cantex Roofing and Construction. Every day is game day, and we'll get it right when it comes to your roofing, construction, windows, and mirrors. Call Cantex Roofing and Construction today. Together, we are one serving you. Hey, good Monday morning, everybody, and welcome into the end of the bench here on 100.7 The Score. 100.7thescore.com. It is, it is cold out there. The uh, frozen tundra of Lubbock, Texas. not going to last a long time, but uh, bundle up and get going a little bit earlier today, as I learned and didn't do. And um, drove an ice box up in here, but uh, got it here. That's that's the main thing. As we are going to take you all the way till noon today. It is a game day, big Monday, big Mondays here again. Goulet, what's up, Coulier? What's up, Hacks? It was a uh, yesterday was a very productive day. You got to a little play in a little bit of the snow outside. Got to. Didn't do Decent, it. You didn't? No, no. We we did it early on, and, I, and part of it was like a twofold thing. Clean off the truck so I don't have didn't to do, do it. it as much. Well, that's the thing is you make the snowballs off the truck first. Oh. Therefore, you're cleaning the truck off but having fun in the process. So smart. Um, well, we did it too early. <laughs> it just kept, oh, it kept snowing. It, it kept snowing, and it was uh, – I got back out there this morning, and I was God. like, oh, yeah, well – Still a glacier. At least we still had fun yesterday. But got that. Got to watch some football, an exciting Super Bowl, and uh, felt like I got to go to bed early, too, which is kind of random. Well, I – man, I tell you, it was it was good. It was um, – we started with some golf. Boy, they just get drunker and drunker out there at uh, the Waste Management Open. Mm-hmm. And uh, that was fun to watch, the stadium hole and all the people falling off the – railings and downhills and gee many christmas uh so it started with that and then rotated that right into a little puppy bowl and uh, mickey went nuts for that and then rotated that into uh right for the national anthem and reba and then kicked it off and enjoyed every second of it so it was a really good deal the only thing that we really screwed up and i think this is because i really when i have a game on the horizon i'm not very fun to be around and that is on the horizon, which is tonight. It, like, that affects me the day before. So, if there's a game that's somewhat kind of close, I kind of shut down. Yeah. And that's all I'm really thinking about. And I don't do great with the culinary arts. So, that's the only thing that we really – so, I'm going to tell you this story. And, and Jen's wrestling kids right now, so I can tell you this story. We're dying. I mean, we're famished. Right. Mm-hmm. It's like 7.30. What are we going to do? 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 So finally, I take the initiative right at the start of the third quarter, and I venture out, grab the sack of food, come back. As I come back, there's an interesting smell in the house. She cooked four steaks. Mm-mm. Strip steaks. And I'm out there. And the 25 degrees, Super Bowl going on, ice and snow to get very subpar fast food. And I was like, what? There's steaks here. And I just went and spent 45 bucks on this crap. What are we doing? Eating good for 
the rest of the day. Unbelievable. Just eating it, eating seconds at uh, 10 o'clock at night. I swear. And then I didn't get sleep till 2. <laughs> mm. What did you think of the game? It was exciting. I'm not going to lie. I wanted the other team to win because, like I said, I, I think uh, I think the dynasty is going to roll on. Pat said as much afterwards, but it was fun. I mean, the entire time. Mm-hmm. It was, I felt yeah. the exact same way. It wasn't too much offense. It wasn't, you know, I mean, it was a good mix. There were some, you know, ugly turnovers in there from both sides, but it was always close. And if you let that guy stay close, he's going to do that to you every single time. So – you know, I don't know how much breakdown people want out there of, you know, what happened here and what happened there. But I just thought the early fumble was the was the biggest play of the game. I mean, not McCaffrey, the, yeah, on the first I, drive. And yeah. I know you're going to say, well, what about the block field goal? Yeah, I understand. What about um, the game winning touchdown pass? Yeah, I understand. Um, there were ebbs and flows to the game. There were terrific kind of back and forths, but. The 49ers came out there looking dominant against a fresh Kansas City defense. And they had a chance to, I think, run them into the ground by just pounding the football and went away from it. But that fumble from McCaffrey, who doesn't fumble, I just thought it was the biggest play of the game because they'd already gone. Well, where did he fumble that thing? About the 20 yard line of there? Yeah, somewhere, of maybe City? inside of that. But yeah. 18, something it was, like that. Yeah, it was, it was close in there. I mean, it might have been, he might have been running past the 20 whenever he did fumble it. I'm like, man, this guy is going to, he's going to make it happen here early and establish everything. And then all of a sudden they just flipped the script and it was like, okay, game on. And it was tough to score. It was just, just a terrific Super Bowl. And then, of course, all the, the commercials and the halftime show. I only got to see one song on the halftime show because I was doing the Red Raider Daily Update. It took a little time, and I didn't pause it because Perry yeah. hates to pause. And um, Well, if you were older like me, you just needed to hear the last song. I saw song Luda, anyway. yeah. Yeah, I was, you just needed the last song. I was like, hey, there's Luda. Yeah. So, and I knew that was coming, so I got somewhat excited then, and I was like, okay, we're good. We don't need to do anymore. And I figured, that, what else could he do? What do you think point? the price tag on Reba's work has been? You had to put an over-under on the price tag of the plastic surgery. Oh, yeah. Probably quite a bit because she looks the same. She looks the same. I mean, ish. Ish. Yeah, there's a, there's a little bit difference to it. But, you know, when you get work, it's got to – I guess they got to add stuff, pull stuff uh, here and there. And well, She looks great. She looks great. By the way, the, uh, the last over-under on her national anthem was 90.5 seconds. I looked that up before the anthem because – we did it whenever you were gone last week, and it, it was at – what was it at? It was like one – no, it was at 86 for her, and I was like, that is ridiculously fast. And I looked it up, and, like, the average was 122, and hers was 90 and a half. Before she got to the very end, she was blowing through it, and then she slowed down at the end. Put a little extra w- yeah, mustard on yeah, it. Yeah, went over. Did it? But barely. But she <laughs> – I was like, she's going under. She's going under. <laughs> That's great. But, yes, uh, a little bit of work on her, but she looks great. She does a good job. I'm a Reba fan. Uh, it is an amazing spectacular, I'll tell you that much, when you think about all the commercials and the and the stages that have to be wheeled out there and the fireworks and the pyro and the flyovers and the keeping the drunks. I mean, I, I can't imagine the drunks. Oh, uh, yeah, that's what I told my uh, wife. They're afterwards. still partying out there out right there. now. It's 710. Well, and there they had the sphere 
as part of the whole thing too. They would cut to different shots outside, and the sphere would have different things on it, like like the flag during the national anthem. Yeah, just brought a different aspect. I mean, just it was all around. I thought a cool Super Bowl. I did too. One of the coolest that I've seen. The only thing that would make it better, and I'm telling you, the only thing that would make it better is the return of Bud Bowl. Yes. There's nothing like a 10-year-old boy watching (laughs) beer cans, one Bud Heavy, one Bud Light, trying to tackle each other in the open field. That was my favorite part back then. Uh, 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 Me too. (laughs) Who cared about the game? I love the Bud Bowl. All right. We'll come back. Hit us with your favorite commercials and your thoughts on the game. We'll give you some headlines next. Definitely not the starters. You're on the end of the bench podcast from 100.7 The Score. All right, you heard the man. What you need to know here on 100.7 The Score, 100.7thescore.com. The high school fan zone is tonight at 6 on The Score. 7 o'clock is when we'll take the air for the late tip-off. Big Monday, Texas Tech and Kansas. Myself and Chris Lovell will eventually get everything done that we need to get done and get it on the air for you at 7 o'clock. 25-22, the Chiefs are the Super Bowl champions. My final was 24-23, 49ers, but you had it right. They had the intangibles. Uh, They had Taylor Swift, boom, Super Bowl champs again for the Chiefs, and everybody dredged up that Troy Aikman tweet about talk to me when he's got 33% of my Super Bowls. Yeah, well, you know what, and I'm not, I'm not siding with Troy Aikman on this. You know, I probably would have said th- the same thing if I was Troy Aikman back I, then I too. Oh, I would have too. Um, yeah, absolutely. But everybody was like, "This guy won three Super Bowls in 11 years, and Pat's done it in six years as a starter." I will follow that up with Troy Aikman won seven or three Super Bowls in his first seven years in the NFL. He was a starter as a rookie, and he didn't win another one again. So they're on the same track. One is a million times better than the other one, though, <laughs> as a quarterback. One did not have – that's the most amazing part of this. Troy had two Hall of Famers with him. Pat won a Super Bowl after – two Super Bowls after le- losing Tyreek Hill. <laughs> not that he didn't win one with him, but he won two Super Bowls without him. Now, he does have Travis Kelsey, I get it, but name name all the running backs – you know, in the first Super Bowl, it was Carousel. Damian Williams. I don't know yeah. what he's doing these and days. And uh, that also occurred to me for a topic down the road, as I've talked about the Dallas Cowboys and their need to have somebody to turn around and hand it off to and Tony Pollard. Um, but then, I, you know, I guess you, you do get the, the chasm, the difference in between Patrick Mahomes and Dak Prescott. They're, even though Dak Prescott's a good quarterback, I mean, he's just there's just no comparison. But you know what? Right now there's no comparison to anyone, I don't think, as no. far as guys that know how to win and that will deliver wins. It's Mahomes, Mahomes, Mahomes. Unbelievable how they did that. The worst part of yesterday happened on the sidelines. Dre Greenlaw. Yeah. It's just the darndest thing on this deal. And you've seen stuff like this happen before. But this is an incredible linebacker who's basically revving himself up. The punt has ended. He's revving himself up. He's got the bounce, 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 getting ready to go. And he explodes to go out on the field and just tears his left ace uh, Achilles and just goes down in a heap, and he's done. And that was early. Mm-hmm. 
Yeah, that was that I was mean, tough to watch. One because you you made it to the Super Bowl. You're yeah. Two, it's not like he was just some random dude. I would imagine he you could probably consider him the second best linebacker behind Fred Warner on that team. Yeah, I mean a guy that's just vastly important to their efforts and and uh, he just he took off from that left foot and the Achilles just wasn't having it. Just went down. Texas Tech beat uh, UCF over the weekend with the men. And then UCF's ladies came in and beat the Lady Raiders. Uh, the Lady Raiders host Oklahoma State on Wednesday. Uh, that'll be a six o'clock tip. And then, of course, the Tech men are six and four in conference play in this melee that is Big Twelve Conference. And we'll uh, it'll be good for us today because we'll be able to break down the game and talk about what we think is going to happen, and then we can tear it out tomorrow. Yeah, there's a twelve and feel good about. Mm-hmm. At least Texas Tech in in that situation. Think they're ranked whenever it comes out today. Tech, yeah. Oof, that's tough. No, yeah. Probably not. That's okay. This series is junk, man. <laughs> oh, the all time. Yeah, yeah. You don't want it. What's like seven wins? Forty three to seven. Yeah. In Lubbock, Kansas, seventeen to six. Kansas swept it out last year. The last time you beat them was the Sweet Sixteen year. And you got him at home and then barely, barely lost on the road with Bryson Williams and company. Uh, those are your headlines for the most part. Hit us up at the Yates Flooring Center chat line. We'll take those. We'll check the calendar coming up at 930 as we roll through our Monday. Start your car a little bit early. Um, anything else? Jumping out at you here early on in the show. I was trying to think. What did I miss? Did I miss anything from the Super Bowl? No, I don't think so. Commercials. uh, I will say this, and I did not see this, but there was a Fall Guy trailer with uh, Ryan Gosling. Hmm. You remember the show, The Fall Guy? Yeah, yeah. I, you know, I last week I had. uh, If I would have known that that was going to be a trailer, I would have had the Fall Guy TV show. That's easily the best. Um, TV sheet, TV show theme song ever. If you don't believe me, you can cue it up and play it as his song if you want. Um, I already sent my name. I know. I'm just messing with you. Um, oh, it's fun. Do you do you remember it all? I'm no. not going to sing it. Yeah, sing it. No, we're not going to sing it. Um, it starts with uh, I've never spent time in that much time in school, but I've taught ladies plenty. Okay. Lee Majors. I'm just telling you, it's a Lee phenomenally Major. written show or theme song. I might, I might, we're going to find that. Okay. I think you just should sing it and then we'll be all right. No, I can't do that. Too. I don't even know who's singing it. I'm going to look that up now. Remember Condor Man? Do not remember Condor Man. You remember Condor Man? <laughs> no, I do not. Lucas, you remember Condor Man? Oh, come on, guys. Is that, was that a television show? It was a movie. Oh. Condor Man. I think it was Man. a Disney movie. It was back when, um. 1981. When opening scenes, you know, with the credits and everything, mm-hmm. could last like seven minutes. And all it is is like this cartoon condor flying through Paris and smacking into things. <laughs> <laughs> He's this clumsy superhero. Oh, he found it, huh? This is what I understand. It was based off of this. It's a stunt man slash, you know, crime fighter. 
Probably like early, late 70s, early 80s. There we go. There it was. Never spent much time in school, but I taught ladies plenty. All right now, dude, you got to find the Condor Man deal real quick. Find that for me. Let me know hey, when you hey. got Condor Man. Uh, I wasn't overly impressed with the men's basketball win, but we'll take it. I still don't see Tech winning more than one or two more this conference season. Win tonight might change my mind. That's from Panhandle Raider. Well, don't forget, you still got Oklahoma State at uh, Stillwater without Bryce Thompson. Not saying that'll be easy. Bedlam wasn't easy for OU. Do you oh. know the prognosis on Diallo? Like, I know he wasn't playing. Yeah. That would, I, that would I, change that one a little bit. Okay. Just... Uh, here's what I think is going to happen because I talked to their guys. Um, I don't think he's going to play at BYU, which is Wednesday. I think they, they just stayed out. Mm-hmm. They're going to see, see beautiful Utah, but I think you'll play every game after that. You got you got any Condor Man? You, <laughs> yeah, in just a second. Right. <laughs> we have lost many one to two point games to Kansas in the last ten years at home. Yeah, does that sound like eighties little hi hat? That's it. Build up. Eighty-one to eighty-six for the ball <laughs> That's all we need. Thank you. Music Monday. All right, we had to dip into some some eighties. Uh, anybody see Pat's brother at the Super Bowl? I, I saw him get denied to try to get to a table in the VIP section afterwards. The only thing I saw was at the very big or before the game, him picking yeah. his nose. Yeah, yeah, which is unfortunate. People are always watching, man. No, you guys have a ref friend you work with, but uh, goodness, the refing in the Big Twelve play this year has been horrible, beyond bad. That's from T Money eight oh six. The chat line's going to be hopping today. You know it is. Romo shouldn't be on the Super Bowl car. A call wasn't good in my opinion. All right, so I'm going to give you my opinion on this. I'm sorry, I unpublished it. That's my fault. Um, I thought he was good. I just thought it was too much of him. I thought there was it was just too much. Every play was oh jam 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 zoops for the Super Bowl jam jam. Yeah, we know it is what is okay. You can tell us that once or twice. Just take it down. I think he was really trying hard because he's had some criticism. I think he was trying really, really hard last night. And therefore, the analysis was better. It was just too much. There was quite a bit of Romo involved in that thing, and that's probably coming from a play-by-play guy right there. Playing time is not required. This is the end of the bench podcast from 100.7 The Score. Yo, it's our number two. Our number one went by in a hurry, so strap in here on 100.7 The Score, 100.7 thescorecom Hacks Collier and Lucas edition of the program. 
We're at the First United Bank studio. As always, when we give away tickets and we have guests on, they appear via the Visual Edge IT hotline, 806-771-0973. We missed a rather large birthday. Yeah, that's my bad. Happy birthday to Josh Jung of the Texas Rangers, a world champion in his rookie season, all-star and great Red Raider Lake Ready from day one, Josh Young's birthday is today. Uh, the memes coming out of the Travis Kelsey attacking Andy Reid, which we all seem to just forget and let that ride, um, have been terrific. One of them involved the movie Twister. It, it was, of course, Travis Kelsey frozen, screaming at Andy Reid, saying, the original was perfect, and now you're going to try and do a sequel without <laughs> Bill Paxton and Philip Seymour Hoffman. <laughs> It's one of my favorites yeah. there, uh, which is true. Twisters coming out at some point. I'm not sure when. Um, the, the I, I personally think that Kelsey's a nut job, and he wears me out a lot. And the moment that he did that to Andy Reid, I was pulling for the Niners. Just I. I don't have that huge of a dog in the race, okay? Uh, it's not like I got to call Pat's games. I got here right when he was leaving. I do love him as a quarterback and all the things that he does for Texas Tech, but it doesn't necessarily make me on a Sunday want to say, let's go Chiefs and get my pom-poms out. Yeah. You know that I don't have an NFL team that I root for. Yep. So it flows back and forth. It might be I need a fantasy wide receiver from the Lions to score me 10 points today. So I'm going to be a Lions fan today. So I waver back and forth. And to see him go up and chest bump his head coach, who deserves a whole lot more respect than that, is a genius of this game, Mm -hmm. has made the moves to get Patrick Mahomes and Travis Kelsey and just enough guys on defense and surrounding them in offense to now build a dynasty and I'm not. This is not soapbox territory. It's not like I just started throwing things because he did this. But it did tick me off a little bit that he would go up and do that to his head coach. Yeah, and I wonder but how he would... seems to get passes for most everything, and that's okay, right? We can go up and just bump our head coach and scream at him in the middle of a football game. Well, it's, I mean, the the main reason it's okay is because he's walking out of there with a a trophy. Yeah, it would have been, I think, uh, probably one of the main stories of that football game had it not turned out the way it did. Right? It wouldn't be the, you know, kissing Taylor Swift and you know all the parties that followed after thing. It would be, hey, what happened there? And it would, I, I think, the tone of the uh, post game press conference might have been a little bit different. Whenever he was like, oh, I just told him to get me the ball, you know, and we're moving on, and then uh, we're gonna sing Viva Las Vegas. So I, I take it. I take it you're not going to change the uh, Viva music that we have to Travis Kelsey singing it on the podium. Uh, <laughs> no, not at all. Um, he and his brother did it in their podcast, too. Um, you know, and this, you know, from awfulannouncing.com, Jim Nance and Tony Romo underplayed heated Travis Kelsey and Andy Reid sideline interaction. I completely agree. Now, you know, they're in a tough position, but, you know, I remember – I remember my friend Mark Neely, who does Big 12 basketball. He was here in Lubbock when Bob Knight. What did he? What did he do? He he got a guy over on the sideline and he got right in front of him and kind of either shook him or 
this did something that made national headlines, shook a player. I can't remember exactly what it was, but like Mark tried to kind of breeze by it, mm-hmm. and he got criticized for that because he was just trying to call a basketball game, and then all of a sudden that's leading Sports Center. You know yeah. what I'm saying? Yeah. This this to me is a big deal. Yeah, it was. I mean, I think it helped that Andy was sturdy enough to keep his uh, footing. If he would have gone down, that might that would have been. <laughs> Does anybody else think this is a big deal or, or not? I mean, it's just like in the moment, I was like, "Man, that was a little overboard," you know. It's a lot overboard. Yeah. Well, I'm just saying. I'm, it's a damn head coach who's yeah. got Super Bowl titles, who's who's you've got Super Bowl titles. In you think part he's not trying to get Travis Kelsey the ball? Yeah. Right. Like, what else do you want from the man? Yeah, I think uh, just, I think that shows Andy Reid's you know restraint and why this football because I I always say this stuff but I'm not downplaying anything Pat's done but Pat went to an amazing situation with an amazing head coach that has made every single one of his quarterbacks good ever and I think that helped Pat along the way now Andy got really lucky that he got the best quarterback in the history of the NFL uh, and drafted him but what Andy Reid has done with all of those guys I mean last night he had three tight ends catching footballs, you know, in that second half. The The guy is a genius, and it certainly helps when you have a great tight end like Travis Kelsey and the best quarterback in the NFL and Patrick Mahomes. But he deserves credit for a lot of that. Yeah. I mean, he's an amazing head coach. And, and the restraint, even, you know. Imagine if Bill Belichick got bumped by Gronk there. I don't know that it would have been handled quite the same. I'm telling you. You know? It's done, yes, and we've moved on, but it's a big deal. I don't know, man. I just wonder how much Kelsey has left, and maybe that was his frustration. He saw saw the end of the road at the end of the Super Bowl, and he didn't want to go out a loser. I mean, he's he's got the opportunity to quit now. Have three Super Bowls. I know he's probably not going to. Because Heck you can, no. You, you got the three-peat on the line. But, uh, like, this right now is the perfect time for him to exit, you know? Go be a movie star. Do all that jazz. Go the rock route. It's not going to happen. But I'm sure 31 the other team, the 31 other teams the really rock hope. route is filled with gold and woodman-like wealth. Yes. Anyway, I just thought that was craziness. I mean, just have some respect. Not only, not only respect for your elders, but a guy that's going to be a Hall of Fame coach. Yeah. I mean, I don't know. To me, that's hands off and way over the top. Um, chat line. Uh, Hacks, you're making a bigger deal out of this than mm-hmm. it is. I don't like the disrespect either, but we've seen this so many times before in the NFL. Guys blow up on the sideline. Guys yell at each other and and uh, coaches. Okay. Softball team should have beat Florida State, lost in a walk-off. I know. They went into the seventh. Yeah, that was with frustrating. With a one-run lead. Came off with a one-run loss. I agree, which is shocking. I hated seeing Vlad on the floor here. Crazy impressive turnaround for him. McCullough is probably better, but we're deep at that spot, and we really need a big, yes, rim protector. Somebody besides Warren Washington. Warren is not bulletproof. We see that, you know, he's he's had a terrific season. I wouldn't trade him for nobody. I mean, he's been great. 
but he's just one. Yeah. And then if that guy gets the flu, then who's protecting the rim? The answer is no one. The rim is available. So that's why if you could stockpile one more big, that would be huge. Playing time is not required. This is the End of the Bench Podcast from 100.7 The Score. Hour number three of the End of the Bench on 100.7 The Score. 100.7thescore.com. Thanks for being with us here on this Monday. So we take you all the way till noon and hand you off to the bottom line. We'll be on the air tonight at 7 o'clock for Texas Tech and Kansas. Red Raiders, three and a half point favorites over 19 and 5. KU leads the all time series 43 to 7. Who's counting? Who's counting on that deal? None of those matter tonight. Hex. All here all the time. Yeah. Except for Daryl Doris, you know. That's uh, coming up on a uh, anniversary in two days. Is it? Yep. That was on a Valentine's Day. And I can tell you how many years ago. 19 years ago. My daughter was born two days before that. Oh. Yep. You know what number my daughter wore uh, until... They wouldn't allow you to wear numbers. Didn't even know it until after the fact, many years later. She wore number 44. You know what Daryl Dora's number? 44. 44. Yeah. I remember she was playing at a basketball tournament one time at a local gym, and <laughs> there was like the, you know, weekly league on this court and yeah. the kids' league on this court. Blair's play, playing wearing number 44. I look over, I'm like, hey, Daryl's playing over here. And I was like, Wait a minute. 44. Same number. Yeah. Coincidence. Kawinky dink. But yeah, 19 years in two days for old Daryl Dora. Wow. Yeah. I appreciate it. This is the first time I. J P E U M F. That was like a comment or a compliment. Thank you. I appreciate that. You don't look old enough to have a 19 year old. Thank you. I appreciate that. I feel good about myself now. I can. Are we done with the show? Yes. Scoot back. Yeah. Congratulations. Um, did y'all have a favorite commercial from last night? That's for America on Wheels. Yeah, Dunkings. Did you like the uh, the Twisters commercial? Did you like the Baja Blast Mountain Dew one? Just that to, was good. I was about to say. That was I good. figured you would enjoy that one. Yeah. Given the people that were in it. Yeah, that's. Good. And then uh, your guy showing up at the very end. Ron Swanson. Ron Swanson. Yeah. Uh-huh. I'm having a blast too. Yeah. I thought of you whenever I saw that commercial. Well, I thought of Jamie Lent. Yeah, that's true. But I, from my understanding, he. He doesn't go that that route. No, I don't think he breaks off from the original. The original, and you know, you had to go to Taco Bell until now to drink that, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, I'm pretty sure that was the whole point. Like Baja Blast has just been a Taco Bell thing. You can only get that at Taco Bell. Mm. You ha- now that they're selling it separately, I think, right, Lucas? Baja Blast was just a, and as a person that never eats Taco Bell uh, or drinks Mountain Dew, but I think that was the case. It it's now available outside of Taco Bell. Shanahan has himself to blame, so no tears for him. Yeah, when you turn it over to 
Brock Purdy, instead of your uh, intimidating running game, your successful running game. And I know it was cloud or dust ball. He never could really break one off, but it was three, eight, two, seven. That's kind of the way it was. But, you know, that old clip, matriculate the ball down the field, boys. I mean, you could have played it that way, but you had Purdy throw it a whole lot more than I think they were expecting him to throw it. Yeah, and Steve Spagnuolo is that, – that's like one of the unsung heroes from this, and Andy Reid definitely – I mean, that guy beat Tom Brady in a Super Bowl. Pretty good defensive coordinator, and Brock Purdy ain't no Tom Brady, so I would have handed the ball off to Christian McCaffrey a little bit more as well instead of relying on – I thought Purdy had some ugly throws, but there were a couple of decent ones, but relying on him – at the end, and then settling for field goals. Yeah, that certainly – he has himself to blame, but that doesn't mean you, you can't feel sorry for the guy for coming up short again. I mean, we all feel sorry for Buffalo Bills fans, right? Why can't we feel – I mean, I'm, I'm feeling sorry for a former Texas Longhorn here. So, if I can feel sorry for him, I think we can at least say, man, it stinks that he's running out of chances here. Do we win any squares? We actually uh, anybody out there ran squares. Ran squares. We ran squares for our softball team, and nobody associated with us won squares. Whoever was uh, whoever had double zero was pretty pumped, though. <laughs> right? You're like, oh my goodness, I got double zero or per- double person zero, double zero, double zero. And, and uh, I I feel sorry because I did have a, have a friend that bought one from me, and he had five two. Kansas City, San Francisco, but our squares ended at the end of regulation. It did not carry over to overtime, so there were no overtime squares. So he had 5-2 and won nothing because it only went for the first four quarters. Casey's family does squares, and her dad buys one, and she buys one, and ours was 49ers 3, Chiefs 7. So that was a perfect square to have, but it never ended on seven yeah. to three. Yeah, never cashed. No, uh, I thought the best player for the 49ers was Juwan Jennings. Throws a touchdown pass, yeah. receives one. His numbers weren't gaudy, but nobody had any gaudy receiving numbers. He was their MVP if they win. I, you think so? Yeah, I, I kept thinking. Well, I mean, if if they would have stopped the game there at the end and and won by a field goal, you couldn't give it to anybody else unless somebody intercepted a pass to end it. I just kept saying, this guy's just making plays like crazy. Um, but I was really impressed with him and uh, threw, a, threw a pretty darn good pass across the field to McCaffrey to take it in for the touchdown. Only touchdown of the first half. Bobby Hot Dogs also didn't want Iowa State to be able to claim a Super Bowl winning quarterback. Uh, that never even entered my mind. <laughs> yeah. Why go all in on Cliff Kingsbury anyway? Williams' production dipped quite a bit when working with him in his Heisman year. Um, Caleb Williams will be another meaningless Heisman bust, in my opinion. Oh, there's some Caleb Williams hate on the chat line tonight. Shanahan is the Jim just, Kelly of current head coaches. Just for argument's sake. 
Caleb Williams played two less games this past year, but had a better completion percentage, uh, more yards per pass, and a better passer rating overall. And the Commanders have some solid weapons too. So Terry McLaurin probably is pretty uh, excited with a Curtis Samuel too. Yeah, yeah. They just hand the ball off to Curtis Samuel like Debo Samuel all the time anyway. Um, Debo pretty dinged up. Yeah. There's a lot Went of guys. back out there and played, though. Yeah, I know. And, and had a good reception late. Mm-hmm. I think it was for about eight or nine yards. George Kittle got hurt. George I mean, Kittle. And, well, they, they clamped Kittle. He didn't do anything. Mm-hmm. Nothing. Playing time is not required. This is the End of the Bench Podcast from 100.7 The Score. Ask the bench warmers here on 100.7 The Score. We'll take your questions at the 100.7 The Score mobile app presented by Happy State Bank here in the First United Bank studio. Hopefully you're able to get around this morning and get the ice and the snow off the car. Plainview got 14 inches of snow. How about that? I was fine with the number we had. It's about perfect, wasn't yeah. it? Just enough. It was good packing snow. You could make a good snowball out of it. It was yeah. a little chilly for that, but we still did it. Uh, and it wasn't debilitating for anybody wanting to drive anywhere. Yeah, that's the way the snow should be. And hopefully, for the most part, gone by the end nice. of the day. Yeah. It's like uh, a, that's like a Denver snow. Oh, is it? Yeah. There, the times I went up there, it would snow. Next day, it'd be gone. Mm. In my few instances that I had to deal with it, it just seemed like, hey, here's some snow. Remind remind you why you live here. Well, don't worry. It'll be gone. We'll get rid of it for you. How'd y'all do in the chili cook-off? Uh, apparently, we did not uh, place. Brian Mudd finished second, though. Full disclosure, I was just the face of the chili team. The cooking and everything took place when when I was kind of on the radio. Well, I say cooking. The prepping for the judging took place while we were on the air. But, yeah, we finished higher than the uh, the bean soup that uh, that Lauren made, though. <laughs> I don't know that for a fact. I don't think they rated all of them. But we did not. Uh, Mud finished second. Congratulations to Brian Mud. He won. Uh, he finished second in the chili cook-off. I would have much preferred he finished second in the fantasy football league. Did he win that too? He beat me. Yeah, had the best team all year. You got silver. I got silver. Silver does not make near as much money. I'll just put it that way. For the work that you put in. You ain't first. You're last. Exactly. That's what I said. Hell, there's all kinds of other ways you can finish. There's <laughs> third, fourth. You can even finish fifth. Let's <laughs> get on down to Applebee's. Uh, <laughs> I want some. I couldn't have eaten. Did not want the onions with my steak. I could not have eaten Applebee's with the second place prize. Oh, so yeah. Wow. Yeah. Y'all need to up the ante a little bit. Well, <laughs> I, I could. I, I could have eaten. Two people probably couldn't have eaten. Well, let's put it that way. That'd be great. Bring your family in there and watch you eat. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> This all you can eat works for all of us, right? Just you. Oh, well. That's I tell bit. you, yeah. The state of it's 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 on it's on me. 
It's on our it's on our family. But Jen's been really sick, and I've been not near 100%. feel much better today, thank God. The headache lasted about almost exactly a week, and it's still barely there, reminding me that, you know, you were really sick not too long ago. But went out to uh, the Orange Burger place in the snow, trying to get everybody fed. Yeah. Have the big list. Get it all ordered. Get home. Three large fries not there. Oh. And we had a little one of Perry's buddies over, mm-hmm. and everybody was starving. So shoes back on, coat back yep. on, snowing like crazy. Off we go. Back to the Orange Burger place. That continues to disappoint. And then it's just... Their fries are so good, though. I know these weren't. They were not up to par. Disappointed. Eighty second. Not happy with you guys. Could do a lot better. Had a room in Vegas with a view of the Sphere. Very cool the first day. Then it just rotated through the same images with very few new ones. That was leading up to the Formula One race. That's Mark and Olive Branch. No, I'm sure it would get old. Best part of Super Bowl. Chili is Monday Chili Dog Night. You know, people are they're, they're trying to press buttons there. Lucas, Lucas isn't abiding. <laughs> Viva Las Vegas is on the chat line. Um, I was thinking of the same thing, cooking a pot yesterday afternoon. All this from the chat line. Bench warmers, help me out, please. I don't want to join the mob wanting to fire Gerlich, but trailing 16 at home to the worst place team is embarrassing. What can be done? That's a really good question. I don't necessarily know the answer. I don't think you're going to get an answer on the court, it seems like, this year. It's been it's been a struggle. And I... I I think uh, Krista Gerlich, even if you listen to her in post games, has been extremely frustrated with the way things are going. And you know she's pulling her hair out. Yeah. Angry. I don't know what the answer is. I mean, you don't have a true point guard, and I know fans get tired of excuses of injuries. They've had injuries to her, key people. Yeah, her whole her whole tenure. Tenure. Yeah. And that I know that excuse gets old, so I I hate to lean on that one, but they're shorthanded in some places, and it's been exploited quite a bit. And unfortunately, in in my line of work, sometimes all I can do is just use comparisons um, to what the men's program has done. This, you know, this year. They had quite a few finishes that were fairly close with awful teams in the non-con. Yeah. And when they did play somebody out in Vegas, they played what, Ohio? Was it Oregon State? Yeah. And and they, and they got beat by Tulsa? Yeah. I think the precursor of what the things to come, like you were saying, were those bad quarters against not good teams. Yeah, and that's what I'm saying. Last, last year – Remember, our guys just like squeezing by Nichols by like five points. Yeah. 
you know, beating Northwestern State by like mm-hmm. 12 points. And I'm not – this is way paraphrased. But there were, for me, for this season, for the Lady Raiders, all kinds of alarm bells ringing off uh, really ever since the start. As far as the next step, I have no idea. I have no idea what's here. Yeah. Because um, it's not like it's going to be – even if you were to land – Aliyah Chavez, unless she reclassifies, it's not like it's going to be there next year. You know, it's not like she's unless she were to reclassify and just be done after her junior season, and and pick Texas Tech, the, the, both two big ifs. You got to get both of those, then she would be here next year. But that's a lot of lot of ifs there. A lot of ifs. So. And I don't know that that's going to change anything. I think it does give you a ball handler and somebody to run the offense and makes it a lot easier for other people to be open and not have to have the ball because they don't have a real true point guard right now. Regular three to five inches of snow are fine. I still enjoy the occasional 10-plus inch snows. Yeah, every once in a while. I know the kids do. I know my kid was frustrated with a two-hour delay today. And Perry got up throwing an absolute <laughs> fit, which is he's good at. Good grief. Orange Burger Place has gone down since they sold out to the big corporation. Uh, Benchwarmers, is Tech Baseball being underrated nationally? I, I don't think so. There's still, believe it or not, in this world, the need to prove it. And your lineup can look stacked in the spring and the fall. And you can have all these things that look great on paper, but there is some things that you need to prove. Yeah. This team still needs to prove they have a bullpen. Even the starters. Well, I know, but I'm just saying, I mean, (laughs) the bullpen didn't help those starters out. They didn't. I go bullpen one. I know starters are huge with the departure of one guy to another team, but. Yeah. And that you that know, bullpen needs to be good, if, especially if those starters are struggling. Well, yeah. So, I I think they're properly ranked. Go prove it. Yeah. The great part about it is, with Texas Tech's schedule, you have ample opportunity to prove it right up front. And at least they are ranked. Yeah. In most all polls. Yeah, except for like one. So, what, third in the Big 12, I think? Third or fourth? Fourth, I think. Yeah. That's Okay. Plenty of uh, things to prove here as we get started. They'll get started on Friday. You'll be able to listen to it at 6.30 on Double T 97.3 is the pregame with Tennessee and Texas Tech. That's it for the end of the bench. Thanks to David. Thanks to Lucas. I'm Hacks. Listen to us tonight. We'll be on the air at 7 for an 8.07 tip with the Kansas Jayhawks. Till then, adios. This has been the End of the Bench podcast from 100.7 The Score. Go to 107thescore.com for more from the Double T Sports Network.